0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to New Books in German Studies. I'm Julia Stetter, your host, and today we'll be talking to Till Nitschmann about his new book, Theater der Versehrten, or in English, Theater of the Maimed, which analyzes German theater texts from the 20th century. Mr. Nitschmann has studied German literary studies and political science and currently holds a postdoc position at the Leibniz University of Hannover. Mr. Nitschmann, welcome to the show!
1: Thank you for having me and for your questions. I'm glad to do this interview.
0: Yeah, the pleasure is mine. Okay, so um, let's start with the title of your book, Theater of the Maimed. I'm not quite sure whether I've translated it correctly or whether I should have rather said Theater of the Wounded or Theater of the Injured, you know. Um, So could you help me with the translation, please, and then explain a bit what Verseat means in German?
1: Yes. Uh, in the period which spans approximately 100 years from the end of the First World War, there are many theater texts with maimed fictional characters. This is not only a coincidence, but it reflects the cultural discourses from then to our present. I was looking for a specific semantic term to describe this phenomenon when I encountered Irmela-Marei kruger Furhoff's study Der versehrte Körper. She uses the term versehrt to analyze the classical aesthetics of the 18th century. But the term can also be very well used for the 20th and 21st century. In the Deutsches Wörterbuch von Jakob und Wilhelm Grimm, you find a very precise definition of what verseert can mean semantically. It's a permanent wounding of the body. It can also be seen in a psychological perspective. It includes sexual violence and abuse and even the destruction of things. In my opinion, the English translation named is the best one. But even this translation doesn't cover all aspects of the German term verseert.
0: So, uh, next question. Um, one of the predecessors you mention um, in your book is the so-called freak show. Um, could you describe what this is? Um, how you bring it together with theory from Jürgen Link and how the freak show influences the within in the 20th century?
1: The so-called Freak Show was an entertainment show of the 19th century. It was about showing the construct of the abnormal performer. The visitors could ensure themselves of their own normality by watching the abnormal artists. In my thesis, I call the Freak Show one predecessor of the theater of the maimed. Both are about the issue of being abnormal. This reflects the modern construct of normality. The stage performers in a freak show are performers of abnormality. The main characters in the play suffer from the problems of having an abnormal body or being psychologically abnormal. Jörgling's term of the normalismus describes theoretically this regime of the normal for our societies. People are excluded because they are abnormal or there can be efforts to include them in societies. This is exactly what you find in a theatre text of the 20th century in terms of named art figures. Being normal or abnormal is always a changeable cultural construct, just like gender.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, Yeah, gender has been discussed discussed a lot recently, right?
1: Yes, uh, also in my thesis.
0: Uh, Yeah, fascinating. Um, So um, when looking at your book as a whole, what is striking is that you analyze very many texts and um, that these texts also vary a lot. So um, could you explain to our listeners why it makes perfectly sense to bring these plays together and name the six recurrent topics you have found?
1: Yes. My hypothesis is that the theater of the named is something that you can can found in very different texts from very very different authors like Toller, Brecht, Birnmatt, Beckett, Peter Weiss, Thomas Bernhardt, De and Sarah Kane in a long period of time, from the beginning of the First World War to these days. The maiming is not only a triviality, but it's in the center of our cultural discourses and our common subconscious fears. It's the counterpart of the perfectly safe and intact images of consumption. To connect the text and to verify my hypothesis, I was looking for recurring topics in an inductively way. The topics animal, machine, war, money and property, Laughing and exclusion, and relationship and sexuality connect the texts. Furthermore, I identified six levels of the theater of the maimed. The maiming often has further meanings in an allegorical, sociological, grotesque, philosophical, documental, and role-dissolving way.
0: Oh, interesting. So, to get to an example, um, in Dia Lois' play Tattoo, there appears a woman uh, who is seen as a dog by the other figures, um, and how and why is she maimed, and to what, what extent does she belong to the issue of animals that often pops up within the text, texts you analyze, as you have just mentioned?
1: Yeah, this is very interesting in this text. The mother, Juliane Wucht, in der loas Tattooierung is the committer and victim in one person. She knows that her husband is sexually abusing both daughters, but she does nothing. She's a so-called silent partner of the abuse, her face mask symbolizes that, and in some way she seems to enjoy the violence. In the family order, she has to play and somehow likes to play the role of the dog. The family members call her Dog Yule, and she works in a beauty salon for dogs. Dog Yule is self-maiming herself. She scratches her skin bloody all the time. Her silence about the sexual abuse is inscribed in her skin. The mother is physically and psychologically maimed and dehumanized to a dog. The topic animal is very strong connected with a maiming. A silence keeping is reflected in a scratching. In the end of the play, she flees from a family. She manages to save herself, that is kind of surprising, but she sacrifices her daughters.
0: Oh, okay, so um, the end is a bit sad, right? Sacrificing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tragedy.
0: Yeah, right. And... Um, Looking at Thomas Bernhard's play, uh, The Famous, uh, you are encountering uh, the issue of machines. Um, but what kind of machines um, m- m- do you mean? And um, how does this machine harm the figures?
1: In Thomas Bernhard's The Berühmten, the cultural sector names the artists. The term of the tortured artist is taken literally in the play. The cultural sector with its operas and concert halls is drawn as a big machine which deforms and destroys everybody in it. But no one of the famous artists in the play likes to take any efforts to change that. Getting maimed and destroyed on the cultural machine seems to be part of the Mephistophelian deal. And the famous artists, mentally as deformed as bodily maimed, seem to enjoy that. Bernard's play is a vicious satire. Of the Austrian cultural sector.
0: Hmm, interesting. So, um, one example for a connection of war and maintenance you observe within Ernst Toller's play Hinkemann. Um, which are the consequences of, of being made there, and how does Hinkemann see society because of them?
1: Hinkemann has a problem with his masculinity and gender role. In the First World War, he loses his genitals due to a gunshot wound, and his identity of being a strong proletarian man and superior war hero crushes subsequently. He fears that is why May laugh at him, and the only job he gets in the post-war society is in a freak show on the fair. Ironically, in the freak show, he has to perform the strongest man of Germany, fiction. The proletarian workers can't save him with their ideas of a new socialist society. He is still the victim, and they laugh at him because of his maiming. Because Hinkemann is maimed, he starts to reflect. He sees the problems of the post-war society and the working class very clear. The society is unhuman and instinctually brutal to the weak and abnormal. For Hinkemann, the society is dysfunctional and metaphorically maimed. The character Hinkemann and his painful experiences become an allegory in a play for the Weimar Republic.
0: Yeah, Weimar Germany had some problems, certainly. Considering the issue of money, um, you analyze, among other texts, uh, Bertolt Brecht's Three Penny Opera, um, also an interesting play. Um, so, could you uh, tell us a bit about the connection of being maimed and earning money as it is uh, developed in this play?
1: In Brecht's Die Groschen Opera, there's a begging industry. All the maiming is fake in the play. The beggars try to shock the people to get their money, well organized by the so-called beggar king Picham. For him, compassion means money. The more compassion, the more money he gets. His only problem is that the people become easily accustomed to the terrible maiming. That is why he always has to invent more shocking ones. For my research, this play is interesting because it shows the construction of bodies and maintenance in a theatrical, self-reflecting way. The actors play fictional characters who play named beggars. This is the famous play in a play situation, like in Hamlet.
0: Oh, see. Uh, so let's move on. Um, the issue of laughing at others um, can be found in Peter Weiss' Detection. And um, problematically, tattooed nazi victims are laughed at within the course of Weiss' Detection. How is this to be understood? And who is the one being named there?
1: Very often, maintenance and laughing goes hand in hand in the plays. In Peter Weiss' Ermittlung, laughing is about power and dehumanization. One victim of the Shoah tells the judge that she is being laughed at in a post-Second World War Germany when people see the serial number tattoo, which she was forced to get in Auschwitz. This underlines the continuity of the Nazi regime in the post-Second World War society. The Nazi ideology has still got some power. Simultaneous, the persons who laugh at the victims are unable to reflect the collective crimes and their own role in the time of the Nazi dictatorship. They escape their responsibility, and because of that, they are humanly and morally maimed. In the courtroom, the accused always laugh collectively. They love at the court, the new legal system, and the new society. With this, the term of the zero hour becomes a fairy tale. The new Germany is named.
0: Mm, interesting. So, one last topic. Um, Friedrich Dürrenmatt's The Visit. Um, so, in this play, an elderly woman returns to her former hometown. Um, could you again describe who is named here and then clarify why a relationship is linked with it?
1: In Dürrenmatz Der Besuch der alten Dame, the constellation of power has changed. The former victim, Clara Wescher, who was impregnated, neglected, and then excluded by her former boyfriend, Alfred Ill, in the small village society for so-called moral reasons, returns after many years. But now she's Klerzahanasian, the most wealthy and powerful woman on earth. Completely maimed through the years, a metaphor for her destroyed soul and her cynicism, she buys her personal justice, a bounty of one billion, if someone kills her former boyfriend, Alfred Ill. Ironically, this is exactly what happens in the end of the play. Ill is dead and everybody in the village, Gülen, has become a millionaire. Claire has proved the mendacity of the petite bourgeois moral. She takes the dead body of her former boyfriend with her to Capri. The cynical shadow of young Clara Wescher's lost dream of love.
0: Okay, Mr. Nitschmann, so sounds all quite fascinating. Um, So thanks a ton for coming on the show today and for your time.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Julia Stetter.